A Big Bag of Cash by Tirna, aged 11. And the suspicious old man came toward me, uttering something, probably about Mr. Nolan, or was that name Mr. Noah? I stepped back, trying to calm myself. Who could he be? Was he beep, beep, beep? Oh, wow. Superb. My annoying alarm clock rang just before reaching the hidden climax of my dream. Actually, this was nothing new. It always rings before finishing my mind-whirling dream. I still have thousands of questions about my past dreams buzzing constantly into my mind. Unanswered. I sat on my comfortable couch, whining to myself about how monotonous the day was. I was really sleepy. But I knew if I even slept once, I wouldn't wake up before, well, a thousand years. As time passed, my eyes began to shut sluggishly until I knocked my head on the wooden bit of the sofa. I wish something adventurous and mysterious happens today, I thought with beaming and glowing eyes. I stood up and strolled toward the gigantic window which allowed the candescent light amble into my room. I stared at the wonderful scenery, which made my day even better. However, did I even know what mysterious and brain-twisting thing was about to happen? The sky was clear and there was no chance of rain. It was really sunny. I felt as if the sun was ready to bake me. In fact, I was bathing in sweat. The blue swirling ocean, located on the other side of the charcoal black street, seemed to mix up with the sky, creating a peculiar blue-blank sight. The colorful blossoms of flowers, which looked like a cascade of kaleidoscopes, surrounded the ocean in a magnificent way. This landscape hypnotized me in such a way that it made me to enthusiastically stride out of the door and have fun outside. I wandered around for a while and swiftly became as happy as Larry. The best part of staying in the location of my lovely house was the glorious nature and weather. Although that day it was more sunny than usual. When I crossed the road to head towards my home, my eyes rolled to the right and I saw a shattered dusty bag barely having any color. If you observed it closely, you would notice a feathered color of brown. But what exactly was inside it? I darted toward the bag and slowly untied the rope that bound the bag. This time, my curiosity had worn against me, so I had to obey it. It was quite difficult to untangle the rope that bound the bag, but after a long time of hard work, it eventually got unknotted. I wondered what was inside. Probably something important. I peeked into the bag inquisitively. My eyes and mouth began to get wider as I gazed the treasure. I saw something that could make anyone's eye sparkle. Held in my hands was a huge mountain of coins that could probably be seen to shine from a very far distance. The thing I couldn't believe at all was that inside such a tremendously tattered old bag 
there could be such a precious thing. Best of all, each of the coins were made of pure gold. However, there was one thing that kept on surprising me. The symbols on each coin. I noticed that each coin had a peculiar and different symbol that I had never seen before. In fact, some of them were not properly shaped or sized. Majority were probably made, but some of them had cracks or they were broken into two. Symbols such as two main facing in opposite directions or prints of different code letters that I couldn't identify were carefully stamped into some coins. As fast as a cheetah, I quickly sprinted back into my house while clutching the bag like an eagle and sat right in front of my computer which is waiting patiently for me. I searched the web and gathered up all sorts of information about the coins. In a blink of an eye, I glimpsed at a search result which left me open-mouthed. According to it, the coins were actually ancient and they were used in 140 to 144 AD. Wasn't that so long ago? As time passed, I felt as if I was taken back to the 80s. I thought that I was really lucky to touch those coins. However, there was one thought that kept on striking like thunder in my mind. Who could have left this bag on the street by mistake? Was that person a lost member of the royal family? Did that mean that I could get to meet him or her face to face if I returned the bag? I kept grinning from ear to ear and I shook my legs excitedly. After a while of thinking about this, I took a glimpse at the bag again and suddenly saw a torn paper attached to it. There was a name on it. Noah. I had never heard that name before, so I thought there was less chance of him to be a descendant of the royal family. But why not give it a try? It wasn't yet dark, so I headed off to the nearest locations and began searching for Noah. He could be anywhere. In fact, he could have even traveled recently to another country. But I wouldn't give up. Actually, my excitement made my thoughts and visions blurry. At that time, I didn't even know where I was going. I was just following curiosity. I asked quite a lot of people whether they knew where Noah lived, and none of them said yes. After a long time, I became so exhausted that I finally decided to give up. All my hopes were lost. I turned behind and slowly walked towards my house. All of a sudden, an old man with a long cotton-like beard came toward me. He looked like the old man in my dream today, except that he was taller and more cheerful. He had a long brown stick that was held firmly in his hand. It helped him to walk. He suddenly whispered, I know where Noah lives. I used to be his security guard when I was a fit young man. I'm not sure whether he lives in that gorgeous house still, but he probably does. My smile began to widen until it reached my cheeks. I regained my hopes and said, Oh, really? Could you please lead the way to his house? 
he again whispered, Sure. I followed him. There was a layer of mist that surrounded the place, making it hazy to see the house. But I could understand that before me stood an enormous villa that welcomed me with its magnificent designs. I stared at it and lost completely into my thoughts of the villa. Until the old man said, I think it's time for me to leave. Just knock on the door four times. Do not knock on the door for more or less time. I got a bit confused and said, thanks. Um, why should I knock the door for four times only? Why not once or twice? He said, I can't tell you. I mean, just think that it, it, it's for security purposes, said the man hesitantly. Okay, I uttered. I turned toward the wonderful villa and strolled. Why did he say such an odd thing? Was he trying to hide something from me? My confusion turned into excitement when I knocked on the door four times, as the old man said, and waited patiently. After decades, a man finally opened the door. He had brown moustache that he kept rubbing proudly. His warm red clock must have been really cozy and comfortable. I don't know why, but his emerald green eyes made me feel that I had seen him recently. In fact, I felt that I used to see him somewhere every day. Who could he be? I asked him if that brown bag was his and he responded with a yes. He took the bag, told me to come inside and explain how I found it. My eyes flashed in excitement as I glimpsed at the interiors of the villa, which was as huge as a giant's castle. Crystal chandeliers illuminated the place in different patterns. All of them varied in sizes, shapes and appearances. They shone like precious diamonds just dug out of a mine. I sat on a luxurious sparkling couch that was covered in gems. I asked him if he was a descendant of a royal family since those coins belonged to him. However, he said no in his usual spooky voice. That made me quite disappointed and it led me into being suspicious about him. But when he understood that, he said, I am a curator of a museum actually. That made me calm down and cheerfully explain to him how I found the bag. After a while of discussing, I stood up and told him that it was time to go. I turned back and took a glimpse at the brown wooden table right ahead of the couch. All of a sudden, I saw a piece of white paper kept neatly and tidily on the table. I wondered what exactly it could be since I don't know why but I couldn't trust Noah. Of course, I didn't forget about the peculiar old man and his queer words too. Both were suspicious, according to me. Actually, weird things such as the knocking four times incident and Noah hesitantly saying that he was a curator made me quite anxious. However, when they understood that I was doubting them, they changed my mind and sort of hypnotized me. I know they were trying to hide from me something. I was pretty sure that something was going on. I had to get to the bottom of this. 
I leaned toward the lonely paper. Paper. It turned out to be a ticket for cruising in a ship. It had the date July the 10th, which made me sure that Noah was traveling the next day. The destination, however, was Antarctica, the warmest place on our planet. I wondered what he could be doing there. My suspicion toward him got deeper each second. The next morning my worst nightmare actually came true. Everything was okay until I read the long newspaper. After reading it all, I couldn't believe anything it said. I didn't have a mirror to see myself. If I did, I would see my eyes wide open and my face turning blue. I stared at it again and again, panic-stricken, and I gulped helplessly. The newspaper said, "Ancient coins have been stolen from the Ancient Royal Museum. If anyone suspects a person, immediately report to the police station. For more information, please visit our website www.magicmorning.com." Anyone can imagine how petrified and frozen I was. That led me into thinking about Mr. Noah. Who could he actually be? Was he a smuggler? My heart skipped a bit. Did that mean he was the famous smuggler named Roberto Elriado? No, it cannot be him, or else I'll be in the biggest trouble ever imagined. My head ached and I felt as if I was about to faint. No wonder I recalled his emerald green eyes. He just gave himself a false name. I couldn't believe that I actually could be fooled in such a simple thing. I later realized that he was disguised as someone else. He wore masks and wore different kinds of clothes that he rarely wears. Suddenly, I spun a spooky but amazing web of idea that made me calm down by at least a percent. Without taking even a single moment, I darted to the police station as fast as an ostrich. The police station was only a 5-minute walk, but I reached it in 2 minutes. I felt as if the building of the police station was persuading me to enter. Confidently, I strode in. I think it's too late, but if we go with the train and reach Antasia before them, there could still be a chance, said the police woman in a friendly way. I asked her if I could come too and surprisingly she allowed. I jumped up and down in ecstasy. I laughed at the thought of that just 4 minutes ago I was shivering like there was no tomorrow. It was my first visit to Antasia and once I reached I started bathing in sweat. There was barely any trees there. I felt that the whole vast country had only 20 trees and out of 20 14 of them were already shriveled up. However, I like experiencing all sorts of weather, so I just adjusted and managed. We had to wait for at least 1 hour for Roberto Elriado, uh who was also called Noah, to come. My legs were throbbing in pain because there wasn't any seat where I could relax for a while. Imagine standing for an hour because I was excited for Roberto Elriado to get there. I didn't care so much about standing in the baking heat for donkey's years. Later on, finally he 
he came and anyone can imagine the look on his face he was stunned and perplexed behind him marched a person whom i felt i'd seen before i instantly recognized him do you remember that old man well he wasn't an old person he was a young man he just disguised himself so he was part of the holy, of the horrible gang I suddenly rewinded myself back and found out that the so-called old man told me to knock on the door four times because that was a code or a secret symbol. It probably meant put on your mask or disguise yourself. Once the police saw him, they chased after him immediately. I stared at them and got excited because anything could happen. Fortunately, the police caught them and the chapter ended successfully. They thanked me for informing them in time. I was pleased. After a long and boring journey, I finally reached home safely and enjoyed the rest of the day. Although the majority of the dreams turned out to be wrong in reality, the dream that I had had that day was magical. I still remember the whole dream. It was about an old man telling me something about a person called No, I think. I also remember that my dream didn't unsuccessfully uh, didn't successfully finish because of the alarm clock. So finally, one of the thousand unanswered questions about my dreams finally got answered. And you never know that maybe one day my other dreams will also come true and I'll write about them like this one.